Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey, parent friends, welcome back. Jordan Langdon here again with you. Listen, about in 2019, four years ago, I have just this vivid memory of what our family life was like. I would leave the office and um, after counseling people, you know, all day, I would get in my car and drive home and the sun would be setting and be getting dark and I turn into the neighborhood and just kind of go, okay, I got to work, leave work at work. And then I'd open the, the garage door and I'd drive in and I'd park and I'd turn off the car and I'd just think, wow, I've got to get on my mom hat right now. I've got to come inside and like do homework with kids and make a meal and get everybody in the bath and, and get them down for bed. And like, okay, I got to get my energy up for this. And then the minute I'd push the door open past like shoes and book books and and book bags and, you know, all the things, my anxiety would start to climb up and I would just think, oh no, I'd round the corner and be like, there's still breakfast dishes in the sink. Has no one started their homework? I mean, it was real, right? You can relate. And, and I remember my kids would just literally scatter like cockroaches. They wanted nothing to do with me. And The reason I bring that up is because our lives are so different now, and it just really has been hitting me over the last two months that it's not by accident that our family life is so different, that, you know, there's no more mess when I walk in the house like that, and there's no... um, you know, more nagging and, and yelling at kids to do homework and, you know, seeing dishes in the sink from breakfast. And there's no more like feeling like a team of one. It's, it's so different. And I attribute it to one very intentional thing that we put into place. And that was a weekly family meeting. So on today's show, I brought on my eight year old daughter, Annie. I want her to share from a kid's perspective how having a weekly family meeting has really helped us become more unified, more organized, more tidy, and more helpful to one another. So welcome, Annie Langdon. Well, thank you, Mom, so much for having me on your podcast today. Um, I have actually been wanting to be on your podcast to three to five months now, and I've been practicing with Lincoln maybe once a week, and I think I'm going to get a podcast started. You're going to do your own podcast? Yep, it's going to be probably called Kids of Character. Wow, Kids of Character, and you're thinking like a little three to five minute snippet each day for kids about how to be a kid of character or what? Well, it's going to be maybe once a week because I have different things on my calendar that I know about since I've done so many family meetings, and I think once a week would be good, kind of like how your podcast is, Mom. 
Okay. Well, that's a great goal to have. Listen, can you tell our audience what steps we take to have a family meeting from start to finish? How does it go? First of all, what day of the week do we have our family meetings? So we have our family meetings every Sunday after our dinners. And um, we, um, for the start, we start with a quick little prayer. And then we say our family mission statement that has just a few topics. And then we go over the calendar for the week. And then we talk about our, um, our current goal and our current goal so has been uh that has been recent is respect and now i think we might be doing forgiveness or generosity and um and then we end in a quick little prayer and then we huddle up our hands in the middle of our um living room and then we shout to the top of our lungs Team Langdon on three. One, two, three. Team Team Langdon. I think it's so fun. And that is everything a kid wants is to have their just top of their lungs screaming out (laughs) their last name. That is a fun thing that we do at the end of our meeting. So thanks for mentioning that. Um, I want to just break down these sections a little bit. So Annie, you said that um, we start with a quick prayer. It really is just that. Like Josh or I will just um, just say a quick prayer, have our kids just say, you know, thank you, Lord, for this um, opportunity to get together and to plan our week ahead and to be a team and just bless this meeting. And then we go right into reading our family mission statement aloud. Now, this is something that we established in 2019. We established a mission statement by just really brainstorming adjectives about the type of family we wanted to be, and then just thinking about our morals and values and and really how we would outline and help each other kind of stay on mission so that we could be true to our morals and values. And so, um, Annie, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you think that you could recite our family mission statement from memory? Yes, I have memorized it. Okay, well, go for it. Okay. God, we know and love God the Father. We follow Jesus as our example, and we call on the Holy Spirit to guide us in our daily lives. Spouse, we serve each other to grow in love. We work as one to move the family forward. Family, we've got each other's backs. We are interactive, fun, and adventurous. Friends, we are intentional and authentic in our friendships. We share in our friends' joys and support them through their struggles. Career, our work is rooted in service to others. We are both mentors and mentees. We work hard and are generous with what we earn. Health. We treat our body as God's temple by eating healthy, staying active, and getting good sleep. Environment. We work together to maintain a safe, orderly, and welcoming home so we are prepared to serve anyone who visits us. We treat other environments as we do our own home. 
Very good. That was all from your memory. We have been at this for four years since Annie was four, right? Yes. And so you listened to the family mission statement long before you were able to read or write it. And we would just listen to it once a week because we don't have this printed out anywhere or posted on our wall, but it's just part of our meeting where we launch it up on the TV in our living room and um, read it together aloud. So one of the things that we have found works best for our family is just to gather in our living room. So after dinner on a Sunday night, we gather in the living room. We use my husband's laptop. He uses an HDMI cord and connects it to our TV and then launches up our document here on the computer to the TV that outlines our family mission statement. And then he also is able to connect our Google Calendar that we use electronically and share between the two of us up onto the TV screen so the kids can see it. They can start getting um, oriented to a digital calendar in this way. And they can also um, just see day by day the titles of the events and activities that we have going on in our family. So we review the family calendar. We go through like, you know, three to five days of the upcoming week. Uh, we generally don't go two, three, four, five weeks into the future unless we have like a big trip coming up or um, several big activities over the coming weeks that we need to kind of start paying attention to and just glance ahead a little bit Um so that we can all just have that in the back of our minds. But generally speaking, in our family meetings, we really just look at the week ahead. So it's Sunday night, and we're looking at Monday through Saturday. Annie, talk a little bit about how it helps you to see what's on the calendar for the coming few days. Hey there, parents. Let's take a quick pause. If you're tired of crawling into bed at night, feeling like you failed your spouse and kids, are tired of running at the speed of light and feeling like you're nagging and yelling all the time, I've got a resource for you. Designed for busy families just like yours, our thriving family accelerator was created in direct response to seeing many couples struggle with the stress and demands of parenting while constantly feeling like they're failing. The truth is, you can be wildly in love with your spouse while raising kids, and you can enjoy a relationship with your kids where you're no longer nagging and yelling. Picture this. Love and connection are abundant in your marriage. You're parenting as a united team, and you're enjoying a true friendship with your spouse where you can laugh and kick back like old times. Are you ready to accelerate connection and unity in your marriage and family? Then join us for the next Thriving Family Accelerator from the comfort of your own home. Spots will sell out soon, so click the link in our show notes to sign up or go to our website, familiesofcharacter.com and click the shop tab. Now back to the episode. So it helps me to, um, if I don't know 
um, what I have to do or what I need to do, I won't be able to exactly know that thing if I don't have it verbally uh, verbalized to me or if I don't have it written out on a piece of paper or on the TV screen. Um, if I can't be able to see something like that or hear something, I don't remember or I don't know. And then when your mom is screaming, let's go to, come on, we're leaving. We have to go to grandma and grandpa's. And you're not even packed. You don't even have your PJs off. That's a problem. That is a big problem. It is. That's why it's really good to have a calendar and knowing what the week ahead of you is going to be like. You know, you bring up such a good point because what I used to do before we had these family meetings is I would have the calendar written down in a planner. And then you know what you guys would do? What? You would come up to me and go, Mom, when are we doing this? Mom, when is my gymnastics? Mom, when is wrestling? Mom, why are you taking us here? What what day is it? You had no clue what was going on. And I realized what a problem that was because I was getting upset and burnt out telling you guys over and over, but I hadn't even given you the tools so that you could look at the calendar yourself and figure it out so that you could start getting prepared for your own sports practices and piano lessons and vacations and all of those things. And so you might not remember it, but that's how it used to go before we started having these organized family meetings to get everybody on the same page. So your brothers who are older than you, they probably remember a little bit more how chaotic it was and um, how they remembered. I was kind of like the the queen nag, always going, come on, why are you what, late? And you got to get your stuff ready. And they just didn't even have the tools that they needed. So you're kind of lucky because since you're the baby, you've learned how to do this at a young age of how to write down on a little paper calendar yourself what the activities and events of the family are for the week so that you can help be more responsible for your own things and be prepared. And so um, I think what I've also noticed as a parent with kids participating in the family meeting is that one of the biggest changes that happens once you get several of these under your belt and are just really consistent with them is that kids start seeing where there are opportunities to help their parents or their siblings out because they realize, oh my goodness, it looks like mom's not going to be home until seven o'clock on Wednesday night. And kids will start filling in the gaps. They'll start doing things like pitching in to help with dinner or cleaning up, or they'll say, you know what, by the time you get home, mom, we'll, we'll have our, you know, our showers taken and we'll read our books and then we'll be ready to hang out as a family for a while before we have to go to bed. And so that's been a huge change for us is just um, having, when they have this visual of the calendar in front of them every day that they're orienting themselves to, they can see openings to pitch in and help out. And they can also see openings where maybe there's some open time to schedule something really fun, like a family hike or a scavenger hunt or a movie night, right? If we don't have things planned. But if you can't see that, like you said, Annie, 
you have no idea and you're just kind of running all over the place without a sense of time or um, a sense of the calendar. Yeah, and um, like um, when you can't see the calendar, it's kind of the same. When, one time I, I didn't know what time it is because um, there there was like something going wrong with the clocks and I did not know what time it was. And I did not know. And time is all about a calendar too. If you don't know what time it is, you don't know when to do what's on your calendar because that's what um that's what happens like what i said if you're waking up and your mom says it's time to go to grandma's you don't have anything planned it's all because time um time uh and the calendar so yeah making sure that you know what's coming is really really important is what i hear you say yes that's what i'm trying to say yeah. So also, Annie, you said we focus on our current goal, right? And we set a goal and guys keep it simple, right? One goal that you focus on for your week until your next family meeting might just be that we're not going to just make a comment after every single sentence that is made. Part of respect means kind of holding your tongue or understanding that not every situation deserves a comment, that we can reserve some of these comments um, for later, or we can just hold them back ourselves to avoid hurting someone's feelings or being disrespectful. And so, or maybe you just say, hey, let's for the goal, the goal for the week is everybody hang their backpacks up, their work bags and their coat on these five hooks every day when you come in. Let's do that for seven days and then check back in at our next family meeting in a week. And so that's what Annie's referring to when she says that we focus on one goal in our meeting and just check in with each other to say, how are you doing with that? And if people are doing well, we celebrate it. And if people aren't doing well, we kind of skip over that. To be honest, we just focus on the positive and say, hey, we're going to give it a, a better go next week. Let's let's do this. And then Annie said, we wrap up our meetings by really just focusing on the fact that we are a team. We put our hands in the middle like every good team does, pile them on top of each other. One, two, two three. three. Team, team Langdon. Right? It is so fun. It is. It's a great way to just like yell out and get your energy out and just declare that we are a united team that we've got each other's backs that we're wearing the same jersey we're all trying to get the ball down the field to the end zone together right Mm -hmm. and the field goal is a nice big gold field goal you're trying to get there as um uh as much steps up as you can get to get there and by coming um, by being, um, by listening to the podcast, you're really helping to get to that goal. Oh, you think that by parents listening to this podcast, that this is helping them and their families get a little closer to the goal? Yeah, because you're learning about um, uh, gratitude, generosity, 
respect and all that and learning virtues and um, all different things about family, you are moving closer and closer to getting to be at that really gold box and you are just so much getting there. You just keep on listening and um, keep on helping families of character grow bigger and bigger. Oh, you're sweet, Annie. Well, listen, that is the summary of our family meeting. It really is. You can keep it very simple and simply just start with huddling up together on the same day and same time each week to talk about what's coming next on the calendar. And then you'll find yourself adding in little things to your meeting, like maybe a a goal that you work on each month or each week, and maybe adding down the road a family mission statement like we did that helps guide your family to really understand why you do what you do, what activities are mission critical to keep everybody on the same path and the same journey for togetherness. Listen, let's talk a little bit about our newest product. I'm like smiling because I'm so excited about this new kids journal. Annie, it's for kids ages six to 11, isn't it? Yes, I love it so much. I've already gone through some of it. And once, if you guys get it, just you will, your kids will love it. It is so interactive and you, you, you will just love seeing your kids having a fun time and not fighting and see them have such a wonderful time. (laughs) Well, I do think it helps with um, fighting because when you're doing something individual on your own that is playful and has jokes in it and stories about diverse kiddos doing really awesome things on a small level all the way up to like starting their own nonprofits. It's just a really uh, fun way to do something that's one, not on screens because we get screen brain if we're on screens too much. And two, just something that's individual to yourself for a little bit, right? Yes. And talking about a joke, I have a joke right here. Oh, a joke from the kids journal? Yeah. Go for it. Tell me. What does a T-Rex snack on while camping? Ooh, what does a T-Rex snack on while camping? Hmm. It's kind of cool. What is it? Dino s'mores. Ah, <laughs> dino s'mores. We love s'mores as a family, don't we? Yes. And so- thinking a dino sm- s'more. Oh, my goodness. There are jokes on every second page of this. Every three to, three to two to four pages. Two to three to four pages, we've inserted some fun jokes for kids. And I just want to stop and, and read from the journal on page 63 this um, kind of quick three-step process for helping kids with self-control. It's called the self-control stoplight. So in kid terms, it says stop, think, ask, stop, pause for a minute to get your brain on board. That's 60 seconds just to tell your brain, okay, it's time to engage. 
And then simply breathing a few slow breaths helps with this step where you're going to stop and then next think. Okay, think. What exactly am I feeling? Really ponder. Let's see. My feelings are telling me, and you never want to assume you already know what you're feeling. It can be confusing, even for adults. And the third step is to ask. If I act on my feelings, what could happen? Okay, so you stop, think about the situation that's about to happen. And then you ask yourself, if I act on my feelings, what could happen? And is this what I want? Feelings are neither good or bad, but how you respond to them makes all the difference. And then it says, it's decision time, kid. Now you're ready to make good choices. And there's a secret mission at the bottom of that same page. And the secret mission at the bottom of page 63 is really fun. It sends kids out to do something about what they've just learned. It says, give it a try with a real life situation right now. Use that stop, think, and ask right now. Have you ever left a mess in the house or car? Are you tempted to leave it for someone else to clean? Kids, go through each step to see if you're getting the green light to do some much needed tidying up. Then teach the self-control stoplight to someone in your family. This is what this journal is all about. It's all about equipping kids with the simple skills they need to be able to pitch in, help out around their family, and really grow in a giving mindset. So guys, be sure you tune into familiesofcharacter.com to grab a copy of your journal today. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Annie, and I think I might do it again in the future. You did such a good job. Well, thank you so much. I love having to be able to talk to you about your business, and I love seeing you grow and grow and grow and how much people you're getting. And thank you for listening to um, this podcast with my mom. And listen to a bunch more. They're going to help you keep on going to that um, field goal. Keep on moving towards it. Keep on moving down towards the end zone. Thank you, folks. It's been a pleasure, and we'll catch you next time on the Families of Character Show.